Welcome to the Unlearn Yourself Podcast. This is the place to discover and remember yourself as you unlearn who you have been taught to be. We will explore who your true self is by diving into your inner world and creating the most empowering, aligned, and free relationship with you and your life. Hello, hello, hello. This is the first podcast episode of 2022. Happy New Year to you. <sighs> I take a pause because I have been I have been resisting. I don't know if that's the correct word to use, but there has been some kind of like pushback in my system to sit down and record a podcast. The last episode I released was on December 17th, and it's a brand new year. Almost an entire month has gone by, and I've been feeling a mix of emotions, feeling like I abandoned the podcast, feeling like I wanted to share, but I just couldn't get myself to do it, and... Today's the day, and I think it's really interesting because I've spent most of the day today deep cleaning my home, and it feels like something opened within me while I was doing that to finally also move the energy through vocally and with my speech and to convey everything that's been wanting to come through. So that's what I'm going to do in this episode It's been kind of like a very slow start for me this year so far. I got sick right at the beginning of the year, so I was out for like a while, and then I was experiencing melancholy after I released the last episode, and I go through these lulls a lot, actually. It's very normal for me to have melancholy and live with melancholy. And human design actually helped me understand because of my purely individual circuitry, I do experience melancholy and it's the part of how I create mutation and transformation. And that's how like, it's like, I call it like fertilizer or like a super food that allows me to like experience like like, I don't want to say it like darkness, but like melancholy states through then something which will emerge. So I actually see it as like a blessing or just a part of the way I operate and kind of makes me a very introspective, deep diving human being. And I was experiencing like a very like turned up state of that uh, late last year, early this year, and I didn't want to do anything, nor did I have energy to do anything. So it was a very slow start to the year, and we ha- we forget that we're still in the heart of winter, even though it's a new year, and there's no rush to get the new year started. There's no rush to like set your goals or resolutions or what have you start the new year in like this super super supercharged like powerful way like 
I don't believe in doing that. I think we have to meet the seasons where it is. We also have to meet ourselves where we are and kind of see what works for us and adopt the new year to to be what it needs to be for us and what works for us. So I don't set new resolutions. I don't, I never have really. I have another way of doing things. I have a few videos on my YouTube channel where I talk about new year resolution, reframe, new, new year, how to just like bring in the new year. So you can go check that on my YouTube channel. But this year I don't set resolutions. So instead what I did was I just sat down in meditation and I asked my guides, what is being asked of me? What is trying to emerge through me? What am I being called to do? What am I being called for? And I helped myself kind of bring these answers through by pulling tarot cards. And I pulled three tarot cards, which were, I don't really specifically remember the specific tarot cards, but this is the meaning each tarot card had for me, which was rebirth, intuition, and creativity. And that's really, really cool because it reflects what's being asked of me, but it also reflects what I'm feeling within myself that is coming into like this season of my life. So another thing that I really noticed, I started doing things in a different way, is that I my birthday is at the beginning of the year. So my birthday is actually coming up in like about two weeks. And I kind of try to live my life more by like my chapters. So like chapter 33 is coming up in two weeks. And that helps me feel more in tune with like me cyclically as a human being and what season of my life I'm in. And I've heard so many wonderful things about turning 33. So if you're listening and you have already experienced the 33 year of your life, like tell me how that was. Apparently, I've just did some research around it. 33 is when we really get to come into adulthood and like things really can take off for us or we'll be shown what's not working and it will either crumble or things will take off. So I'm really curious to see what the 33rd year of my life is going to be like. But going back to, oh my gosh, there's a beautiful, gigantic blue heron flying across the sky right now. Wow, they're ginormous birds. Okay, so when I pulled these tarot cards, I got rebirth, intuition, creativity. And like I said, I've been feeling these energies within my own system. So it was just a confirmation of what I felt I was moving towards. And I love that when you really ask a sincere question to your guides, they're going to give you confirmation on things that you've already been feeling yourself, things that have been emerging within you and things that you know you want to like move into with. So I already knew that I really wanted to move into creativity this like the season of my life and really work on my intuition. Like I have done intuition development, meditation, all of that, but I really, really want to open up my intuitive abilities even more to to really turn on the claircognizant, clairvoyant, clairaudient, the senses. And it's interesting because as I've gotten older, I've become so much more sensitive to information and energy. And that's like a really like, I don't want to say it's a sign because that's this is very personal to me, but that's like my personal sign that my intuition is getting stronger and it's strengthening. And so for me, I know 
getting into my body, stilling my mind, being in nature, moving my body is really helping me activate the gate of my intuition, the gate of intuitive, my intuition, the force of my intuition or the power of my intuition to come through me which is really cool because I am splenic authority in human design. So my, I always say like, for me, the answer is in the now. It's like a hit, it's like a lightning bolt that hits. And I just know that this is it, or this is not it. And there's no like, there's no logic or reasoning. Intuition never has logic or reasoning. It's just a knowing that you feel and you don't know really, you don't really know why you know what you know, or why you need to do xyz thing it's just like moving through it and i think a big part of strengthening our intuition is learning to trust trust the guidance trust the hits trust the trust the 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 mechanism itself like trusting it is actually how you strengthen it so if you get an intuitive hit to go do something and you then sit here and you wrap your mind around it and you go into like this intellectual reasoning proof I don't know like ping pong back and forth in your mind with it you're less likely to actually take action then when you just trust what you've been guided to and you do it that's actually how you build the the strength or the foundation or the the potency of your intuition and that's gonna and I also know that our intuition is always gonna feel like a risk it's gonna ask us to take risks or, or it's going to ask us to do things that maybe we're not comfortable with or try things that we've never done before. It's always helping us become more of who we are. And it's always helping us expand and, and grow. And I love that. I love that. So I'm going to be diving more into that this year. Um, and of course, I'll share it with you as I do that. So creativity was the other one, which was huge for me because I love creative self-expression. Like if if I'm not expressing myself, I feel depressed. Like it is such a huge part of my design in in human design, that individual circuitry is like self-expression is so big for me. With my unconscious son in gate one, the gate of self-expression, it's so big for me. And I notice when I tend to hold back my self-expression, I experience like stagnancy in my life. I experience like lulls. I experience depressive moods. I don't feel as vibrant and upbeat and happy. So I'm also learning how to honor my self-expression and it wants to come through things that kind of don't make sense to my mind and one of the things is I really want to just like create YouTube videos I have had a YouTube channel since 2013 and I have made so many videos in the past seven eight years and they've all been very like informational based videos about me talking about specific topics um educational type of topics and videos but I want to do more like creative vloggy style videos that have nothing to do with you know my work quote unquote it's just self-expression for me and I'm really learning how to honor that because it feels so good for me to express myself through the medium of video of voice of photography of written word like I love using technology as a way 
of self-expression. So I'm really going to be diving into like more of my creative self-expression in terms of like video making and filmmaking and the craft and the art that is videography and storytelling. I feel so excited to do that. I've already recorded <laughs> last week, so I actually have to sit down and edit it and put it together and then um, put it out into the YouTube universe and let it let it take a life of its own. Um, and the third thing was rebirth. Wow. So last year, I'm going to do a little bit of reflection of what 2021 was like for me. Last year was a big year of alchemical transmutation healing for me. So I've been in therapy since October 2020. And I've spent the past, let's say almost a year and a half in deep healing of my nervous system, of self-regulation, of meeting my emotions, of feeling my emotions, of looking at all the the trauma and the pain and the the projections and the intercepts of my life that I've gone through and understanding it in a way that I'd never have before because I've been in therapy and I've done therapy year for years and prior to um, last year but for some reason I was ready to like take my power back and so I really call this process like the individuation process in psychology it's called individuation process for me it's called the homecoming process but really like learning how to unhook yourself from all that you've been through and like not carrying it on anymore like I realized like I had built so much self-awareness, but I was still carrying the weight of what I had gone through and what had happened to me and who had done what to me. And I was still holding on to it for dear life and walking, walking with it. And I learned to finally let go of that and let go of all that emotional weight, emotional baggage, that mental, psychological neurosis and neurotic that I was in and like let go of it all and really like come into my sovereignty my individuality and my individuated self as a human being who's here to have her her own life experiences live her life on her terms and do what she wants to do with her life um and it's, it was it's been such a powerful journey for me because I've really really understood the power of emotions, decoding our emotions, emotional alchemy, how to transmute our emotions. And for so many years prior to that, I was trying to like heal through the intellect, intellectualizing my way through my healing. And I realized healing has nothing to do with the mind. Nothing. Healing has everything to do with our body and our emotions because our emotions sit and live in our body. And when you have a dysregulated nervous system, and that means you're not in secure attachment with your relationship with you, your nervous system is dysregulated because your nervous system didn't learn how to trust, didn't learn resiliency. Your nervous system is always overhauled, sitting in fight, flight, or fury, freeze. And for me, it was always in fight mode. So I was constantly in like ready to like ready to like just pull out the punches in case like someone was coming at me and I was really learning how to meet myself 
with what was happening in my body and what emotions were arising within me. And one of the biggest things I learned is that that like kind of feeling that I've sat in with myself for my whole life, which I thought was unworthiness or anxiety or helplessness or powerlessness or defeated or, you know, even melancholy even or depression. For me, it was actually, I didn't feel safe. My nervous system is wired to feel unsafe. And that was so big for me because now I know what to do to meet myself. And I've talked about a little bit about emotions and regulation in the Business as a Mirror series, but I feel so ready to like bring something forth because I've learned so much about self-regulation and meeting my emotions and actually seeing emotions for what they are. And that was a huge, 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 huge year for me in 2021. And when I got the rebirth card, I was like, that makes so much sense because I was in like the thick of it last year. And now I'm ready to rebirth myself like a phoenix rising from the ashes and really like come into my power. Like rebirth for me means shedding everything that I have been carrying And looking at the shit, which I did, and now it's time to light that on fire, burn it, and create anew, rebirth myself. And that rebirth is going to happen through my creative self-expression and developing my intuition and listening to my intuition and taking the action and the steps that my intuition is asking me to do. Like, it's like, it's so perfect. It's like, it feels like the bottom of the triangle's rebirth and the branches up to the left and the right of the triangle is creative, creative creativity or creative self-expression and intuition. And that's what's going to help me rebirth myself this year. So I just like, I just kind of put this together just now in this moment. So I love that... What I feel internally was confirmed externally by my guides, by my team, you know, all the, all the we's that are in all their dimensions that are helping me at this point in time. Yeah. And feels so good to have this level of clarity. If you're listening and maybe you've had a slow start to the year, maybe, you want to just approach this new year in a different way, like maybe sit down and like maybe a journaling prompt I can give to you is the one that I did is ask yourself the question, what is being asked of me? Where am I being led to? What is trying to emerge through me? And just see what comes forth, like what answers come through because that's exactly what season of your life that you're in. And like forget it, forget about it being a new year and like what goals you're going to accomplish and what things you're going to achieve like really meet yourself with with what where you are and what's happening in your world inner and outer and using these three questions as a way to prompt yourself to seek the wisdom unearth the wisdom the guidance the way that is in and within you Um, I think that's such a powerful way to approach it Take a deep breath in. Oh, some updates. I have recently found Mary Oliver. And 
oh my gosh, I just absolutely experienced so much joy and excitement bubbling up in my system when I read her poetry and it makes me feel so, so happy and so, so alive. Like she writes a lot about the natural world and if you're someone who really, really is inspired and drawn to and you feel like the earth is something that you feel so connected to, I really suggest her poems. And when I read her poetry, it like it like makes me feel so connected to my life and everything that is around me, especially nature. And it just it makes me look at life in such a miraculous way. I tend to do that to begin with as a person, like look at the world in awe, but like she can capture the beauty and the pureness of nature in her words so beautifully. And so I have been loving starting my mornings by reading a little bit of Mary Oliver. And I feel like I should read you a poem right now. Let's see which one. I'm going to read one actually is one of my favorites. It's a very popular poem by her called The Summer Day. Who made the world? Who made the swan? And the black bear? Who made the grasshopper? This grasshopper, I mean. The one who flung herself out of the grass. The one who is eating sugar out of my hand. Who is moving her jaws back and forth instead of up and down. Who is gazing around with her enormous and complicated eyes. Now, she lifts her pale forearms and thoroughly washes her face. Now, she snaps her wings open and floats away. I don't know exactly what a prayer is. I do know how to pay attention, how to fall down into the grass, how to kneel down in, in the grass, how to be idle and blessed, how to stroll through the fields, which is what I've been doing all day. Tell me, what else should I have done? Doesn't everything die at last and too soon? Tell me, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? I think that's a great poem to start this new year with and give you some things to contemplate, explore, and activate, step into, claim within yourself this year and I'll be back next week with a guest episode till you hear from me again take care sending you so much love for this new year and stay open